Hello. Yo. Hey there. It's funny, before we started just now, we were talking about Donald Trump and how funny it is how he says how much he loves the Bible, but you know that he's probably never even read the Bible. <laughs> yeah. I, two things I can tell you Trump has never held are, are a gun and the Bible, I can assure you that. And those are the two things that a lot of his followers love the most, right, Bibles right. and guns. Just so you know, if you are supporting Trump, I could almost promise you that he's, that he's not religious, and I'm certain he's never used a gun. But isn't, isn't that a funny two items that go together, but they're the complete opposite? The Bible yep. and guns. The Bible, guns, moonshine. Dip. Chewing tobacco. <laughs> cigars. Yeah, cigars. At what point? You know what I, you know what I realize? When you hang out with manly men type or the guys who act like they're manly men, I realize that I'm not one of the, I, like I can't even pretend to like cigars, uh, guns, all, all the stuff that men are supposed to like, or at least that uh, right. that what they what the man the vision of a man should be guns, man, and right. cigar. But see, at least at least for you though, it's different for you. You don't have to obviously those things but you're one of those guys where those guys aren't like repelled by you like if i walk into the manly men room like i'm clearly the outcast <laughs> like i don't belong there they all give me a funny look what like, do you what do you what are you here for uh to drop off yeah. the appetizers yeah it's usually something like that like at least if you're there you could kind of like roll with punches if you choose to do so i i could never even pull that off so when the manly men get together if i happen to be there it's usually not good for me or for them Usually always ends poorly. <laughs> and it's always very disappointing for everybody. Your problem is that you can't hide your disgust, whereas I could. Well, it's not only that. I, not only can I not hide my disgust, but I clearly just don't look physically fit in. Like, I just don't I, I don't wear the, the proper suit, I guess. Well, I, I don't think I fit in either, do I? Well, no, I, don't, I wouldn't say you fit in, but I, I don't think you stand out as much. Where were we at where you said... Oh, that's that's what was a local H concert. You said, "I bet he was messing with me because I'm wearing a cardigan or something." <laughs> he saw my well, outfit. I, I, don't, I don't think I said. I think my I think someone else said. Somebody else said that. But but they but it's like he saw you. He's like, well, yeah, oh, I gotta, I get the guy with the cardigan." Card. Yeah, well, I, it's, I, I don't know why when a man wears a sweater, it, everyone has to call rush to call it a cardigan. It's just, well, you said it on one of the podcasts. That's why I said I don't even know what a cardigan is yeah. per se. Yeah, I'm only cardigan, repeating think, what you said. I think that the cardigan is just a sweater that buttons up. Oh, okay. That's what you call so it. I think, I think uh, yeah. I was probably trying to appease you guys. I, I don't <laughs> like to call it a sweater. <laughs> but you wonder at what point, because I've been noticing this, because I'm 34, almost 35, and most guys now, all they want to talk about are, yeah, I got a couple long sticks. Oh, I've been waiting all weekend to smoke these. <laughs> what? All weekend? Why don't you just smoke it on Wednesday? But I see, Abe, I think you're around the wrong guys. I, I feel like most most guys are. I mean, I, I actually no, I, I I don't feel like most guys probably are like that. But I think you you choose the you choose the people you associate with. And I feel like a lot of these aren't even people I hang out with per se. Just it, I'll run into random yeah. people and they're talking about got a couple of good sticks to get in my mouth, long ones. Can't wait to get those long sticks in my mouth and suck on them. Coming. <laughs> I present to you, Dan, yo, Bass, Levy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up, Bass? Hey, boy. Wait, Bass, we were just saying that at what point do men... I, I don't think you fall into this category because I don't think you care about cigars and guns. But at what point do men... Because we're all in the 34, 35 age range. And none of us... And Ra, Ra, Ryan's not like this either. And, and Sludge, who comes on the podcast, isn't like this at all either. But most men, at some point around our age range, start caring only about guns, cigars, fishing. Like, wh at what point does that become life? Well, I can safely say this: when you have kids, those things sound like a lot of fun. <laughs> a cigar? Right now, you got right now, right now, both you guys. Hey, if you're not married, damn, you are. You have no kids, so you guys have the ability to say. Let's go out to eat right now and get up and go. Or I feel like going to a bar, so I'm just going to go. But you have a wife and kid, and you got to plan every moment of your life and every weekend moment. Going fishing and firing a couple of guns sounds fucking awesome. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe that's the answer. Maybe maybe base answer it. 
Although that, although the people Abe was talking about before you got on would be not necessarily people with married with kids either. Yeah, but, these are just guys in general who just want to. Like, I got a couple long sticks to put in. Got to slide them up, smoke them down. You can't wait. But, but base in, in general, though, base you're not one of those guys who like. No, 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 no. no. I, I do. I do right? enjoy. I do enjoy the case of cigar every now and then, but it's not like um. I, I want to do the whole, uh, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger pose with a cigar in my mouth and, uh, you know, a whole, like, belt of bullets around my chest or anything. I mean, have you ever even shot a gun? I, I, I'm not sure. I... No, I've never, I, I, I've never shot a gun. My buddy is a cop. Let me see his, and I was scared shitless of it. So <laughs> I went to All right, so, so you're, you're pretty much in the same camp as me, then. Um, yeah. The guy who, when he sees a gun, gets nervous. Very nervous. Yeah. Because life is precious, right? I mean, it's... You know, that gun in the wrong hands, you know, um, innocent hands like yours or mine or, or maybe Abe's, um, you know, ignorant hands, someone who's never held a gun, who knows what could happen, right? You could yeah. hold, you could be holding it backwards, you could pull the trigger well, and the gun I, could, I, like, turn, the bullet could ricochet. I mean, there's so many ways to die with a gun. I don't understand I thought, what I thought, the thrill negates the risk. I've held a gun in my hand and I had no bullets in it, but I still think to myself, what if I actually shot it and went through a wall and I killed the body? Exactly. What, what, what do I? What do I? I mean, this, this actually has the power to end a life, and that freaks me but out. But what's but what's so great? Like for instance, Base and I the other night were playing a little one-on-one basketball where I took the boy to school a couple games in a row and I beat him in a game of horse. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know about school, but I think you, you, you took me for a good walk to the park. <laughs> I think the scores were thirteen to like six, and then like thirteen, what seven, something like that. No, I mean, that was after, like, three hours of, uh, you can get the ball. <laughs> well, my point base is that you and I put on the most pathetic display I've ever seen in a one-on-one basketball game. <laughs> it was, it was, like, any time the ball would, would roll past us, neither one of us would run for the ball, so one of us would have to take no. that, that loser's walk, that walk of shame, to walk yeah. It should have been, like, in Game of Thrones. The like long, some, The long walk. Yeah, like, someone, any time base and I have to... It was one of those things where the guy who was playing at the other side of the court, we were just hoping that he paid attention to get the ball. And yeah. One of us. It should have been like Game of Thrones, where when Bass and I walked to get the ball, that woman rings the bell behind us. Shame. 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 But Bass, how about, I think at one point I scored 10 unanswered points on you when the hook was going down, and, and you could see that I still have the potential. It's all about just the but shape. You- I will say this: the hook shot is definitely still good. You, you can still hit that, no problem. But there are times where you just bustle your way into the paint, and I really could care less. You know they say, base the great, the greats never lose it. <laughs> base, why don't you? Base playing D on me. Why don't you explain to the people listening what that hook shot is like? Because people don't believe me when I say that I have one of the most devastating hook shots ever in the history of basketball. It, well, because not only can Abe, Abe's a big human being who has a lot of force when he drives the base, but then he just, like, throws up this hook shot that is impossible to defend. The hook shot's impossible, and it's, like, a perfect, beautiful switch. It doesn't even hit the rim. Yep. It barely touches the net, and the net makes, like, this whoosh sound yep. every time. Yep. And, and, and base, how far out can I hit that hook when I want to? You're almost you're almost three point range. I would say I wouldn't go as far as that, but I would say I can hit it up to eighteen feet out. Um, I can hit it in the middle between the three pointer and the and the foul line. Yep, I can hit it. I can hit it now. Now, base. I will admit that fatigue will get in the way. Like when you and I were playing, we looked like two of the most disgusting slobs ever because we neither one of us <laughs> could breathe. How about how about the young buck <laughs> who paid homage to us, who gave gave us a tribute? He's like, y'all still playing? Yeah. And then so he. he the, the best thing, he goes, he goes, man, I'm so tired. I'm like, me too. And he goes, yeah, but I've been playing three. And I'm like, we've only been playing for the last 10 minutes. Yeah, we played for 10 minutes. He had been playing for nine hours. <laughs> 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 Sam, I was reminded of something, actually, when Bass and I were playing. Yeah. After I took Bass to school a couple games, we uh, we then, well, I, I, I mean, let's be real. We both played like garbage. Um, yeah. But only because of our our stamina. I think that's the main issue. Yeah. So once no, we work I, on the stamina, I, 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 
Yeah, I will say base has a nice looking like as bad of shape that base is in, he has a beautiful form on his shot. Like it's a Kobe Bryant form on the shot. Yeah, base base always had a pretty shot, no doubt about it. <laughs> so base, I think once we get back into the groove of playing, I think you and I could dominate these youngsters. Yeah, but you're at the age you're, you guys are at the age though where skills decline. I mean, so take the skills you had at your peak and assume with the 15 year layover <laughs> you know, that the decline is it's not you're not like Kobe you're not going to go out and like you know got a 60 on on you know a bunch of like young studs like you know on a pin, like <laughs> I will say the only thing I'm missing in my game right now is stamina and explosion out of my ankles because, like, any time I try to make a cut, it feels like my ankles are about to crack in half. So that's probably yeah, not there good. Are a couple of times, there are a couple of times when you hit that ankle, that I was like, are you all right? You have to, like, stop. <laughs> <laughs> the, worst, the worst is when you're playing one-on-one and you're so tired, all you keep doing are shooting jump shots that you know you can't make just because out of pure oh, laziness. Because yeah. if I wanted to, uh, I could just use my weight and back in every time, but that's so tiring. Like, I could either try. I could either try to drive into a layup, or I could just shoot a shitty shot and hope it bounces in for about ten minutes so I could gain my strength back. The best is when base did this clear out charge into me, and I didn't move. Like he slammed into me full force. <laughs> I think he used to do that to the like the twinks at the Jewish uh, basketball center. So he came in, slammed his elbow into my chest, and then did this like stupid like turnaround jumper, and I didn't even move. I think he was expecting to clear me out of the lane or something. It, it felt like I turned into my garage. It was, like a brick, it was like a brick wall, man. He didn't move, and my whole body, like, fluttered. So, Sam, it reminded me when Bass and I, then and then I beat Bass in a game of, the most pathetic game of horse ever, where we were just shooting layups. Uh, th- like, we would stand underneath the rim and be like, okay, nothing but net, and then we would hit the rim. Uh-huh. Everything, like, how about a Bass? I went... Three layups, so I went for, to the three rims and I missed the third layup. I mean, everything—it was the most pathetic. <laughs> you know, where are you guys playing at? At the park or in at a... the gym? They, they have they have a basketball. Court. Oh, oh yes, that's right. Indoor court, baby. But just every shot was just completely pathetic. Everything was like six feet away. We'd miss every shot, but whatever. So I was reminded that. I was beating base at one point, H-O-R-S to H-O-R, and I said, when we used to play, Sam used to call that harse, H-O-R-S. How did you get harse out of that? You know what? That's a good question. It obviously doesn't sound like a harse. Um, I, I don't know. I I guess the first time we played, I was probably eight, and I probably <laughs> stuck with it, I, and there's really no rhyme or reason. I can't give you a good explanation. Harse! I remember Sam make a shot. Harse. Yeah. You have a hard mess. Yeah. What do you call it? Horrors, right? Yeah, horse. H O R S. Yeah, I guess. I guess. I guess. In my head, I didn't want it. I didn't want the dirty word. So I don't want to say that with horse. Let's just call it horse. I guess I felt weird just constantly saying horrors. Why didn't you just say you have H O R S? You have a hoe. I was. Cause I was usually losing, so I usually got to H O R S first. Horse. Or anybody else, so I had to always say it. <laughs> We always said a horse. Yeah, horse. Horse. <laughs> yep, you're, you are correct, sir. <laughs> you could have just spelled it out. Oh, I have H O R S. You have H. Well, nobody spelled it out. It was H Ho Hor. God, that, that, that's a dirty game, man. Ho Hor Hors. That's a dirty game. <laughs> I miss those days of basketball because we used to play what for ten hours a day or something. Yeah, like we would play from right after school until like one in the morning sometimes. I I do it, and I used to have the kind of stamina where I could run and jump all day, and I can't even picture myself doing that now. Yeah, it's just pure laziness. Like base, you were talking about how I can't believe Kevin Durant well, could do not, that. Not pure laziness, eh? But just that you you know you've gotten older and you've had to acquire employment. And- yeah, but I could have still continued to play. I mean, I could I could have played an hour a day this whole time if I wanted to. The only guys who play till one in the morning now are guys in the NBA. Like at our age, there's no other reason. Like even those guys don't. 
Yeah, like you don't like Scottie Pippen's not playing pickup games. You can't be eleven forever. That's <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys know? And I, my. A friend of mine was telling me how he goes to see Enrique Iglesias every time he's in town. Because, like, oh, oh he what? I'm sorry, he sees him. He he sees Enrique Iglesias. Oh, a friend of yours? See, wow, that's weird. Yeah, Louis. I don't think anybody saw Enrique Iglesias. Actually, talking. I know a lot a, a group of Mexican guys who all go see him with their like wives and girlfriends. Wow. And I said, oh, so you just go for them? They're like, no, he's awesome. So I said, why is he awesome? And they said, oh, well, he brings girls on stage and makes out with them. And, and if and so, I spent at least forty minutes. This is th- th- this is something very funny you could do today that, that you'll really enjoy. Type in Enrique Iglesias. Um, I think the song is called Hero. It's called either Hero or Heroes. Oh yeah, I could be your hero, babe. Yeah, I yeah. That. So Dude. when he played, I don't know if it's only that song, but this is where I saw this incident. He brings a girl on stage, and he sings the song to her, and then he makes out with her on stage. Wow. And he does this at every. He does this. First of all, he does it. I just remember. Didn't he have another song, too? I just saw that. Baby, I like you. Oh, yeah. Baby, I like the way you move on the floor. Well, he was good. See what other hits he has. We we seem to know way more Enrique songs than we should. How about <laughs> the cup of life? Ole ole ole. That's Ricky Martin. Oh, Ricky Martin. What was the song he had where he's just banging in a corner over the whole video? Is he? I think he's still with her, right? I think he's engaged. I think he's engaged or married. Maybe one of those. It's funny that he's with her, but he still brings girls on stage and makes out with them. Yeah, that was that was in, that was in the contract. Just so you know, just so you know, I'm not going to stop tonguing girls. Yeah, not during Hero. <laughs> That's part of my show. I'm in character. I'm I'm Enrique during that. You know, and there's like a whole thing about like where he's secretly bald but doesn't admit it and has like apparently wears like a wig. Enrique? Yeah, if you like type it in, like Google it, there's like a whole thing like a really? conspiracy that he's like bald like me but has to like do the whole, uh, you know, grow the side down. That's great. His, his, his wig will fit on. So, it, it, yeah, he, he, you know, it's a lot based. Like, he, I'm, look, I'm, I'm envisioning Enrique right now. I can't see him pulling off the ball, but. Like, yeah, it, wouldn't, it would no. not look good on him. People could do it. Enrique, I don't know. No, he would look like Felipe from, like, Three's Company like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm watching these videos, and first of all, they're hilarious because every girl comes on stage. Include and, and, and I, I respect Sam. You might agree with me on this. Don't you respect Bono when we saw you two? He brought that slob on stage and he was dancing oh, with don't, her. Oh, don't say that slob. He was just like a normal. Okay, lady. whatever. Okay, fine. <laughs> but, but wait, I want, I want to get to something. Yeah, re- and, and, you're horrible, man. <laughs> he brought a heavier woman on stage. Okay, that, yeah, exactly. That doesn't mean that slob. God, man. But didn't you like the confident. <laughs> did, for, okay, for instance, a normal guy would probably be embarrassed to be seen with, with uh, you know Adele, you know if she wasn't a star or, or okay. whoever. Whoa, 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 whoa. Uh-oh. I just want I want to rewind here to the start of this of this podcast, dude. Talking about those dudes. You, right now, you sound like one of those. I'm trying to get to a point. Can I? Let me just try to get to the. No, point. I, I know, but I just, I just want to illustrate the fact that like this is a conversation those dudes would be having. They would have called the woman a slob. They would have said they wouldn't date a I'm about to compliment him, actually. Okay. So. I just wanted to point that okay, out. Okay, Bono brought not your standard attractive woman on stage. Well, could we agree on that? A.K.A. Slob. Yeah. Sam, can we agree on that or not? No, go ahead. I, I'm sorry. I. I, I I I missed that last part. I, I was saying I, I like Bono was okay. So he brought her on stage. He was dancing with her, and I I I, I thought yeah. that was cool because he has like a swagger yeah. and confidence to himself that he doesn't care what anyone thinks. I think Bono. I mean, I, I don't think Bono was doing it to be a charity. I think no, I know, but I'm saying he know? has confidence to do that. 
Yeah. I, I'm about I to get to Enrique. I'm about to get to Enrique. Let me get to the point. Okay, okay. So okay. Enrique, the first video I saw it was this girl who looked like one of the models from that. What is it? El, El Tamungo or El, El, what, what's their channel called? El, El Telemundo. He's like Trump. What is, <laughs> what is it called? <laughs> I love the Hispanics. Happy Cinco de Mayo. Which is something that only Mexicans <laughs> celebrate, by the way. Um, I love burrito bowls. Yeah. yeah. No and one makes it a burrito bowl. Right here at Trump Tower in New York. So, so okay. So the one girl looked like one of those girls. I don't even know what that game show is on Telemundo that seems to be on twenty four seven, where there's a guy in a suit. The one that's supposed to my puppet. Yeah, I, I don't know what it is, but there's always really attractive Mexican model looking <laughs> girls. So whatever. The first girl I saw, Enrique's dancing with her. He makes out with her. The next video I saw, the girl looked like Amy Schumer plus forty pounds, and trashier. And he brought her on stage, and she was going crazy. She like started licking his his junk over his jeans. She put his what? She, she put her hand down his pants, and he just goes with it. He just go, and that's what I was gonna say. You you almost you almost like him more when you see him with the fat girl because he has the confidence where he doesn't give a shit because he knows he's the man, so he could just do whatever he wants. And that's why he's my hero. But so so he's he's singing that song "Hero" to her, and she's like the, the the attractive girl wasn't acting so into it because she's used to getting yeah. attention. This girl couldn't. Have, I bet she woke up. She was probably with her boyfriend, little puppet, who's just an asshole. Yeah, let's go see Enrique tonight. Yeah, <laughs> and now I'm gonna smoke a J, and then bring the boys over and play cards. I right, thank <laughs> thanks, puppet. Just make sure I get to Enrique. She had no idea that she'd be making out with Enrique Iglesias. And he he makes out with her the whole time, the exact same way he does with the other girl. So good for him. So I was thinking about a couple. He's a real stand up guy. (laughs) Number one, do you think that Enrique is responsible for any girls getting murdered? Wow. Because like, could a gangbang could a gangbanger allow his girlfriend to make out with Enrique and just let it roll? I'll say no because it wasn't. It's not a surprise. Now it's like, like what. What you said was your friends like going to that show because of this graphic theme during this song. Obviously, women know he's going to do it. So if you're a fan of Enrique, you know what that means if you get selected. Well, wait, Sam, hang so on. Wait, think, wait, wait, think about this so logically. Do you really think that little puppet's taking his girl to the show and be like, yeah, bro, she'll probably end up making out with Enrique, and that'll be cool if she does. <laughs> no one's going to be cool with that. Well, I've, yet to, hear, I've yet to hear of any case uh, on the news where they... Where they go, uh, it started with a concert and it's going to see yeah. Enrique Iglesias. <laughs> they were very happy and they went to see Enrique Iglesias and they came back yeah. and, oh, and we heard uh, seven gunshots. Yeah. <laughs> Everything was fine until Enrique made out yeah. with her. But I could just see something <laughs> happen. I, I could see some, because those guys, the, the, the gangbanger type, like the wannabe gangbanger thug type guys, they can't handle that. I mean, no one no. can really handle it. You guys are both married. Can you imagine if Enrique brought your wives on stage to start making up with them? You guys would just go home and, it would, and that would be cool? I mean, you would hope they would. I think any anybody's partner should, you know, exercise decorum. I mean, if you are, if you're married or you're in a relationship, even if, even if Enrique pulls you on stage, it's one thing to, like, dance with, but to put your hand in his pants. I mean, that, that's definitely a violation. But he finishes everyone off by making out with the girl. So what? You, if you're the girl, you're on stage for the show. What are you going to do? Say no to Enrique? Sam, let me talk about it in terms that you would enjoy. Let's say The Rock brought you on stage and started making out with you. What would you do? <laughs> the Rock? Yeah. Wait a second. I'm not... You know I'm not gay, right? Or Stone Cold or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, you like wrestling. That was oh, a joke. Not? Wait a minute, Abe. Oh, you're not? What are you talking about? I'm not gay. Yeah. No, I get your point. I mean, here's, the thing is, though, is what I'm saying in this particular instance, people know what happens during that song, right? You said everything. Well, I don't know. Time. See, I don't know. I, I just found out because I looked on YouTube, and every every single time I he makes out with a girl. I think his fans know. Well, that's enough. That's a big enough sample size to know that it happens every time. So his fans know. Um, so... If you're going to go up there, just don't 
get out of control. I mean, if you stick your hand down his pants and start licking his crotch, <laughs> you're married or with the dating little puppet, expect him to be angry. I mean, I'm not saying he should kill you, of course not, but I'm saying expect expect that to cause issues. She put his hand in because, her in her all over her ass too, and she started rubbing her ass all over him. And what does he do? Is he really into it, or is he just like... Oh, he loves it, yeah. And, and th- that's why yeah. I actually became a fan of his, because of that. That he could give her that experience. And it's as a, as a fan of his, he gives her the same experience that he gives, you know, the the supermodel-looking girl. Well, didn't, didn't Janet Jackson do something similar to that? A male fan? Didn't who? Did Janet Jackson, didn't she put on a show... To a certain extent, for no. Britney Spears used to do some. Kind, Britney Spears used to do some kind of strip tease, but she wouldn't make out with oh. the guys. I thought Janet. I mean, Jackson did, a, did. did Madonna do that shit? I don't uh, know. I don't know. I know she did that to Drake, but I'm gonna swear she used to bring up dudes and like do all sorts of shit to them. Yeah, but that was gross for Drake because you know Drake is like probably. Wait. No, but she used to crowd surf and everyone would like put their hands everywhere. Oh, uh, that's right. Yeah, women, uh, be careful when you're crowd surfing. Yeah, actually, women, don't ever, don't go in a pit. Don't go in, I think we've talked about this before, but <laughs> if you go in a mosh pit, guys set up shop behind you so that they could rub their penis on your ass, pretty much. It's disgusting. Right, Sam? How many times have you seen it? I've seen it a lot. It's, it's gross. Then they put their arm around the girl, and they post up. They set up shop so they could just grind on you the whole time. And then, and if you crowd surf, they just touch you everywhere. Everywhere. I am. It's a free-for-all. And if you're a guy and you go up there, sometimes you get punched in the face. So, <laughs> it's, just, it's just horrible. What, yeah, if you're a guy, it's usually not that. Uh, what, what's the fu- just think about it. And, and, moment. And, and Sam and I were pushing to the front of every concert when we were like in, in high school too. So we've done this a million times. I never crowd surf. We, we, we pushed to the front. We've never done anything like that. No, I know, but we but but is that even oh. fun? Just think about that. You're fighting to stand up. You have sweaty people touching you. Everyone's trying to fight. Oh I guess you're just, just trying, trying to get to close a, to the you're band. You're trying to put a 34-year-old's head inside a 17-year-old's head. I mean, it's just, it's a different, you, the experiences that you require in life are different now. I mean, but if you're female, it, none but, of that is fun. I mean, you have a bunch of guys knocking you. They're either trying yeah. to knock you over or some, like, exactly rape you in some way. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of scummy guys, but don't forget, most of those women came there with one of those guys, so they're used to that kind of behavior. Yeah, that's true. Well, let's go. Wait, let's go back to the Enrique thing. So, if you're driving home with your girlfriend after she makes out with Enrique, how does that work? Like, are you just cool with it, yeah, or what? I think it depends on the, you know a little puppet. I mean, you know, probably not. I, I guess it depends on the guy. I mean, you disrespected you know, my you know name. That- you disrespected the name of my family. <laughs> I, I can imagine the first five miles being complete silence, and then somebody goes. So that wasn't a bad concert, was it? Yeah. <laughs> the Cruz family has been disrespected. You know, I got to say, I'm sorry. <laughs> as we're talking, I'm checking out some of these videos online. It's not quite as graphic as... Oh, do you see it. the one with the fat white girl with the blonde hair? No, I, did, I didn't look up fat white girl with Hang blonde on. hair. But I think you have to type in Enrique. What did I type in? I think I typed in Enrique make out. Enrique, I think live... Hey, but some of the ones he just, he just gives them like a kiss at the end. No, 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 This might be it right here. Who's this one? It says it's very frequent. Well, hang on, this one's in Istanbul. Hey, he loves his fan. What did you say? Oh, there's just some other slot. Yeah. Yeah, this is a different one. At that point, did he take off his suitcase? Oh, here we go. He's making out with her right now. I think you're onto something. He does wear a hat a lot now. I'm looking at pictures of him. And you spent all the money on Francis' suitcase. He does wear a yeah. He does wear a hat a lot now. So you might Look be at on Sam. Something. Sam, the screenshot for every one of these is him kissing the girl on the lips. What are you talking about? Yeah, that's like his thing. They kiss them at the end. I know, but I'm just saying that he yes, he does do that at every every concert. 
Let's see. I'm going to try to open up. I just want to open up this other one. So now, I, so now, does Mark Anthony provide a similar service to compete? Well, I don't think anyone wants to make out with Mark Anthony. <laughs> I, don't think he, well, I, 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 I beg to differ. I think women like Mark Anthony quite a bit. <laughs> oh, my God. This one is huge. Wait, hang on. Now he's asked to, uh, he's crotched to ass on this one. Hang on. Let's see if he makes out with her. So basically the girl dances and he, oh, here we go. Let's see. Now this one is, she, oh, wait. Oh. Oh, my God. He even made out with her at the end. You got to give this guy credit. If, if you're not a fan of Enrique Iglesias, you should be. Because he's doing quite the service. Apparently, now that I'm reading about him as we're talking, it seems like um, he gets a lot of accolades for how hands-on he is with his fans. I mean, well, tr- no yeah, 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 exactly. He really Separate is. from that, apparently he really does go out of his way to uh, meet and greet fans. Um, so, yeah. Wow. He truly is. Ha- I mean, he's really hands-on. Yeah. And he's actually not that old. I thought he was older. He's only 41. So, if, you're, if you've ever gone to an Enrique concert, or if you're... Uh, a female listener, and you've made out with Enrique. I'd like to hear about it. If you could contact me in some yeah, way. Uh, actually, yeah, actually, if you're, if you're, actually, made out with him. Actually, I want to have you on the podcast next week. If you're a girl who made out with Enrique, or if you know someone who did, I want to have her or you on the podcast. I want to talk about it <laughs> because I need to know more about this. Like, does he? Hopefully, is it, one of the thousands of are listening. Is it set up where he knows who's coming out? Is it someone from his fan club? Or is he just randomly? Because think about it. If you're just, if, if Little Puppet's bringing his girl, Rita, to the concert, and he's like, I want Rita on stage. He's like, nah, I'll go, yeah, go have fun, girl. I'll be here drinking. I got two Coronas anyway. And he's just sitting there drinking. <laughs> she goes on stage. Next thing he knows, she's making out with Enrique. Doesn't he throw the beer against the wall and walk out or something? I got two Coronas here anyways, girl. <laughs> I got some drinking to do. Oh, maybe he's too drunk. Maybe the key is if you bring your boyfriend to an Enrique show, get him really drunk. Yeah, honey. Make sure you smoke lots of weed. Make sure you do the hard drugs too and keep drinking. I'll drive. Have a high home. opinion of Enrique's fans. God, they're all like that. <laughs> <laughs> they're all getting high before the show. <laughs> Coronas. <laughs> Let me get, let me get two Coronas. Most stereotypical brush right now. Let me get two Coronas and then a third one for my lady. Oh, so the two are for you? Yeah, I got to get drunk. There's some people who have to get drunk before. Like, they're they're like, no, I'm not even drunk yet. Like, why do you have, if you want to go see something, why do you have to be completely shit-faced? It doesn't even make sense. Oh, I'm not even drunk yet. That's another one of those things, like, whenever you turn, I'm turn about 25. There's no point of spending that much money to get totally hammered at a concert where you don't remember the concert. Yeah, right. like why even go? Why if right, you want right. if, if all you want to do is What's get drunk? Yeah, just go to like uh, Harold's Tap next to your house and just get <laughs> drunk there, where you get like thirty-seven just, cent beers. Just get drunk and listen to the music, listen to the, like some MP3s of your favorite band, but don't spend like seventy-five dollars. To see you do, only to be throwing up in the parking lot before you walk in. <laughs> right, like, like everyone around me and Abe when we saw you two, actually, they were all like uh, excusing themselves halfway through the show. Oh yeah, um, uh, Sam, do you remember we went to? You're not drinking a beer. You're not, what are you? What are you driving? Are you driving there? You're not drinking. Sam, we went we went we went to Ozfest with a kid that we didn't know that well. And do you remember he? So a, a friend of our, a friend of yours, was driving. He brought this kid that we didn't know too well, and the kid, all he was doing on the ride up to Ozfest was drinking like tons of liquor. And the whole concert, he was like laying up against a fence. He, I remember he rolled down Wait, the he, hill. He was, uh, he was he was driving. No, no, he was in the passenger seat, and the other oh. guy was driving. But the uh, um. That guy Steve, and he brought I that. Think I, I think he brought Bob or whatever his name was. And yep, I do remember this now. Yeah, and remember he like rolled down the hill. Like there's a hill at, at the the outdoor place here that it used to be called the uh, uh, Tweeter Center. It was called uh, World Music. I think it was yeah. the World Music Theater at the time. And he got so drunk, he was sitting up against a fence for a long time. Then he like rolled down the hill, and I remember he was yeah, laying on. He, he was all back. he was bloody yeah. and like <laughs> like why, yeah. why why do you why go right. like like you said, bass? Just sit home and and listen to your MP3s and get drunk. Well, you spend fifty, seventy-five bucks on these. Guys. I've been a day drive. I'm going to put plenty on bands I really want to see. 
It's like, I don't want to spend an extra 10 points here. Just okay, I'm back. I got so hammered. Like, what's yeah. the point? Yeah. And I can assure you that um, Bob, as you call him, um, I, I'm sure that that was all the money he probably saved up for six months was for that Ozfest ticket yeah. and for the beers he drank before the show. The same, the same goes to games. I was like, oh, man, I'm, I'm, I can't believe I'm spending $10 a beer. Like, I can make one beer stretch about five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 and I always say this too: all the people they'll spend twelve dollars for one beer, but to get HBO for an entire month, it's a big deal. Yeah. Oh, I'm not yeah. paying for Apple Music. Bar- That's Bar- not Bar- Apple Music's Bar- nine ninety nine a month to have my hands on every song ever for an entire month. Oh, fuck that! And then then you go to White Sox game. Uh, first rounds on me <laughs> seventy five. Like the eighty dollars you paid for the first round could have almost paid for an entire yep. year of Apple Music. You could have had access to every record in the world for a year for that first round of shit, shit, shit beer from the shitty taps that you yeah. left. And that's, that's what it is. It's like, all right, I'll have a blue booth. That'll be $17. Yep. Import from Colorado. <laughs> uh, since we're talking about music, I was listening to a Disturbed concert at Ugh. at um uh, at Rock on... Wait, listen, okay, listen to this. So Paul Stanley from Kiss, he we all know he does intros to songs. I guess say, yeah. I got a pistol of passion. You understand? Right. I got a love gun. And then he plays love gun. Or he'll say, I know we in Chicago tonight, but tonight. But that works with Paul's persona, Chicago's though. Detroit Rock City. And then he'll play Detroit Rock City. He'll say, I need a drink. How about a. Cold gin, and he does. How about it? Sam? he does it every song. Yeah, yeah, that's that's his thing, and 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 for him, it's acceptable. It's fine when he does it. Listen to how stupid David Draymond sounds introducing their song. What's it called, Sam? An indestructible, I think. He'll say it, but it's yeah. like indestructible. God. Awful. It makes you feel stronger than when you came in. Maybe <laughs> indestructible. Uh, what a horror. And then and then he when he played the song Prayer, he said, And now we pray. And they start playing prayer. I mean, come yeah. on. You're all I, I, I wanna put I wanna put you on the spot, Abe, for a moment, talking about the stirb. I want to. I want to throw some shade, if you will. Um, and that's the first wow. time. First time I've ever used that term, actually. But um, feels good. First uh, last. But um, <laughs> Abe was telling me a few weeks ago about this wonderful new cover, Disturbed did of. Um, uh, whoa! Hang on! Wait! 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 I didn't. You're but full I of have shit. To tell you, that is an American. I don't like. I don't like it either. And number two, that is the most god awful sound I've ever heard. It's I didn't say I like that cover. Think to that. Shit, shit cover, just awful. The nerve of David Draymond and Disturbed to cover that song. Honestly, they're way out, way out, way out of their league, way out of their depth. Cover. But there, but there are some people that think that's like the best song. Of oh yeah, the they play it on like adult contemporary. Oh, know? everyone loves it. Yeah, my wife listens to. It's on all I know the time. People, I know people with music opinions that I've respected in the past that have said I haven't stopped watching this since this morning. I'm like that song. It is putrid. It the, is so terrible. There's nothing more right. pathetic than watching one of those metal guys listening to a ballad because they think it, it, they're so angry all the time. But then when they listen to a ballad, it's like they're listening. It's almost like being at the Enrique concert for a minute for them. And they're so into this ballad and they're singing it back. You know, uh, if who, who's who's a rock band that has a ballad, uh, like a hard band that, that plays a ballad and then every, like. Metallica. Yeah, like when they play Nothing Else Matters. Yeah. You see all these guys covered in blood singing Nothing Else Matters. And nothing else matters. (laughs) 
they were just singing Blacken, like, Blacken is the end. Like, then they yeah. go, and nothing else matters. They're crying. And they start crying. Yeah. But this disturbed, this disturbed Bella, this is a new low. I, I've never, it, it might be the worst thing ever. Worst song I've ever heard. It, it's just that bad. <laughs> the it, worst I mean, song you've ever heard. It, 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 just, it, just, it does not mesh with their sound at all. It's just, Draymond, he's trying to be like, you know, he's trying to be like furious and like, yeah. you know, dramatic, but it just doesn't work <laughs> at all. It, 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 it's just so terrible. And I, I guess really there's a video that, that accompanies it too. I've seen a couple clips online. And it's, just, it's just bad. It's just not good. I cannot believe they've been able to carve out a niche for 15 years, those assholes. Well, look at some of the metal bands that are still popular. Disturbed are better than a lot of those bands, so that's why but they're, they're not really a metal band, though. I mean, that's that's what it is. I mean, at least if you're like a hardcore metal band, you're like no, but like a hard like a hard rock band. band. I mean, Sam Seether is still around. Papa Roach is still around. Yeah, but but Disturbed are still actually pretty popular. I mean, who who are Disturbed's audience now? That's my question. I guess it's adult contemporary listeners. It's the same people who listen to um, <laughs> like. Uh, uh, Pink and um, Mumford and Sons, I guess. I guess they're. I guess that <laughs> that's their target demo now. I'm Imagine pretty- those folks like they hear that song and like you know maybe they they don't they they know this one song now. Like, oh, honey, I'd like to go see this Disturbed. They're actually this really cool band. They <laughs> they have a song called The Sound Can you imagine like that couple from like Will Matt going to the yeah. Disturbed show for the first time and showing up, showing up at Toyota Park for the Disturbed show, and then he opens with dropping plates. Yeah. Here's another yeah. one. Oh, dropping plates on your ass. Yeah. Oh, dropping plates. God. And then they would they, they would throw stop. paper plates. You know, you make fun of me for a lot of bands like when I was a kid, and rightfully so. But I'm actually more I'm I'm more embarrassed about them than I am about bands like Limp Bizkit. I, I really am. <laughs> I'm more I'm more embarrassed about the Surf than I am about Limp Bizkit and Corn and some of their contemporaries. During that concert, they did a whole montage. They they, they opened with Baba O'Reilly, which has uh, the the riff in the beginning. Everyone knows, you know that. You know before when Baba O'Reilly starts, you know oh, they they have they have to do that too. Well, they play it. They like it's a very classic riff. Yeah, no, I know everyone covers that riff. I mean, they had they had they they, they figured enough fans weren't using that that riff. No, but he goes, Columbus. Do you know this? Do you know this one, Columbus? Of course they know this. It'd be like playing Stairway to Heaven. Do you know this one, Columbus? God. Do you know this one? And then at the end he said, You're all infected. <laughs> You're all infected with the sickness! And they played Down with the Sickness. Oh, God, he sucks. Too bad that gorilla. Like, can you imagine letting that gorilla loose? The one that that tried to save oh, that kid. Poor, poor, poor Harambe. Yeah. The stupid mother. Yeah, well, I, I, I'm here, baby. I'm Harambe, here with you. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm, I can't even talk about that. I'm too depressed about that story. The mother all of a sudden is there for the kid, even though he told her that I want to go down there and play with the gorilla. But she the just let made, him go. The kid said, I want to go down there. I was like, nope, uh, don't do it. And just like tended to other things. Yeah, she was probably making out with some guy or something. Her her boyfriend. You know, there's a little known little known story here in Chicago that 20 years ago something happened similar to that situation here. Yeah, the Brookfield Zoo. Here. Yeah, and they actually were able to decompress the situation without killing the animal. I actually have the story um, right here. Oh, beautiful! Look at that. It, wait, hang on. Where is it? I just had it a second ago. But go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, so that's, I don't know all the details, but basically it was a similar situation where a kid got down into the exhibit and they were able to um, um, have just get the kid away from the gorilla without actually murdering, murdering it. And that's the thing. It's like, my, you know, if you're going to keep animals in captivity, you have to find a way to protect them from the people, not yeah. the other way around. Oh, here's because, the story. Um, 1996 incident ahead. where a gorilla carried a three-year-old boy to safety after he fell into its enclosure. An eight-year-old female gorilla at an Illinois Zoo, which was Brookfield Zoo, made worldwide headlines, headlines when she carried a boy to safety. He slipped away from his mother, climbed through a barrier, and fell, fell nearly 20 feet into the gorilla pit. The boy, who suffered a broken hand and cuts to his face, was lying on the ground of the pen where six of the gorillas were present. Before Binti Jua picked up 
uh, picked him up around his waist, carried him safely to a door where rescuers waited as a crowd looked on. The gorilla was reportedly following her maternal instincts, considering uh, she carried the, her own 17-month baby on her back throughout the encounter with the boy. The rescued boy I mean, and his mother be- were, were never identified. The gorilla, who's now 28, is still alive and still at the Brookfield Zoo. Wait, Harambe was only 17, and gorillas live long lives. I mean, it shouldn't be the case that it should be that easy for kids to get down into these exhibits. They, they need to, if you're going to keep animals in captivity, you need to steal these things off so nobody could climb in there even if they want to. It should be so difficult to get down. And if you get down there, if you happen to do it, and you, if you get down there, you have to really go out of your way, then the rule should be whatever happens, happens. And the mother should have had to go down there with, with a stick, and if she could release the kid, then she gets to live. About pressing charges now, from what I've read about against the family potentially. So, here's the bottom line: you need to watch your kids. And I, I know I don't have kids, so you don't know, man. You don't understand what it's like to have a kid, man. Yeah, but I've been around well, yeah, kids. See, I got to say this. So that's a good point. This this is a classic case of an argument that I've had. This story with friends without kids and friends with kids, and you really get two different perspectives. But I, I feel like the people with kids, their vision of this is tainted by. Um, them putting their own kid in that situation. They keep saying, well, if it was my kid, what would I do? Well, if you're a good parent, your kid would never be down there with Haram, is what I say to that. And if you have a four-year-old a a four year old kid, I don't care. I, I, oh, you don't three, know you don't have kids. No, it was four, I, I, I read. Oh, okay. So, whatever, three, four, five, six, Maybe any the of those. Maybe the the age and initially said three, and it was the kid was actually four. Eight, four, so. I mean three. <laughs> Yeah. But anytime you have a kid in that age range, you shouldn't lose them at the zoo. I mean, no. let alone, the, you, you don't imagine it's going to end up in a gorilla pit, but how about child molesters, kidnappers? Um, he's at a zoo. He might fall down. He might get hurt. How do you take your eye off your kid long enough for him to end up in a gorilla pit? Yeah. I mean, that was really, that was really disgusting. Like, how does he get down there? And and I think a lot of people take their kids to the zoo because they think they don't have to watch them. They should let them go crazy, like a public pool or something. You just go lay on a chair and let your kid just run around like an asshole. And well, see, that's, that's what a lot of people are saying now is that you know essentially if you're there with the, the zoo is not a the zoo is not a babysitter the museum's not a babysitter. If you're there with your kid, you have to attend to your kid at all times very closely. Yeah, I mean think about think about it this way: if you took your kid to the monster truck race. And he jumped over a barrier and got hit by a monster truck. Is that whose fault is that? Is it it's is the it the, is the monster truck's fault that it was driving around the track, or is it the parents' fault? Because it's not easy to get you know, to a gorilla in, pit. In this situation, in this situation, this 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 gorilla Harambe was part of a very highly endangered species of gorilla. Um, it's you know there's not a lot of them in the world. And the goal was the reason he was in captivity is they were trying to mate to have him mate. Yes, and it's just really you know the whole thing is just really unfortunate. It's just a really sad story. And did you um, see how? Did you see how he looked? He looked like a gorilla that you would draw in a cartoon or something. Like he looked like a perfect gorilla. Yeah, it was a great looking animal. Yeah, his hair was like awesome. His he had like a built <laughs> chest. Yeah, he was seventeen. He was prime age, and and they said that you know if you look at what he was doing, he actually was almost like protecting the kid because you know there was a lot of noise and hysteria, and, and yeah. the gorilla doesn't know how to react. So they said when he pulled him away, he was like his former keeper said it looked like he was trying to get him out of harm's way. Well, yeah, because he got nervous because all those morons were screaming. What yeah. they should have done was they should have first of all they should have cleared out the area immediately. No one should have been around there to, to make the gorilla upset. Then they should have attempted to get him out. Now, I, I started watching gorilla attack videos after that for hours the other night. Yeah, really? And, yeah, and I watched this one where I don't know why people were allowed. They were actually with gorillas in an open area. And one of the oh, gorillas wow. grabbed That's one of the ridiculous. guy. He, he dragged the guy by his leg exactly the same way he did with that kid. So I think that gorillas naturally, that's how they drag people along. They grab by right. their leg because they're so powerful that they just well, drag yeah, I mean, them like that. Humans shouldn't be interacting with gorillas. The, the, like, the average adult gorilla has the strength of like 10 to 15 men from what I hear. So no, they said, they said, up, they said like here. four. They said four men, it's like, but still. Okay, we're, we're, obviously, you and I are reading different sources about this story because I, I remember specifically seeing 10 to 15, but even four is quite a bit. I read like four, four to six or something, but whatever. Okay. 10 to 15, it's like... That's that's kind of crazy. 
I'll, I'll send you my source. Uh, you wonder? So you you, could you imagine if like Brock Lesnar was wrestling a gorilla? Like what would happen? I'm sure Brock would get his ass kicked. <laughs> but wouldn't that be interesting to see that? Like how would that go down? Would would the gorilla rip yeah. his head off or what? I mean, Brock would probably get destroyed. I mean, I, I unless the gorilla was um, very old and um, you know. Just out, out of stamina. I mean, but, but couldn't Brock... A situation where Brock would do well against the gorilla. Couldn't Brock choke him out, though? Or, I mean, because I've seen Brock Lesnar pick the big show up over his head, who weighs 500 yeah. some pounds. A gorilla weighs 400 but, pounds. Hey, WrestleMania 33 is looking for a main event. I mean, you might have found it, but they're Brock versus I mean, gorilla. Who wouldn't watch Brock... I mean, I don't want them to actually fight, but how about a wrestling match? Brock versus a gorilla. Yeah. What about Conor McGregor? Would he take on a gorilla? <laughs> He's too small, though. Like, Brock is huge. How about the big show against a gorilla? Yeah, maybe. He might have some booking ideas. You might want to call this McMahon. <laughs> just someone huge against a gorilla. I'm just curious to see, like, if the... I mean, I'm sure yeah. the gorilla would end up killing the guy. What if Brock actually beat the gorilla, like... He put him in F5 and pinned him? Back on the mat and everything, yeah. Then they bring the gorilla out to Raw, wearing whatever the gorilla's yeah. name... What, what was the gorilla's name, Sam, who died? Harambe? Yeah, like it just says Harambe. Like it's his t-shirt that they're selling in the <laughs> merchandise store. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait! Good God, Harambe's here! <laughs> and then Paul Heyman comes out. I'm here with my yeah. new client, Harambe! Yeah. Ooh, he just bought his chest. He kills like six jobbers. Yeah, to show yeah. that he's so serious. He just, yeah, he literally kills them. Like he rips their heads off. Yeah. He's sending the social outcast out. and uh, My name is Paul <laughs> Heyman. And my new client is Harambe. And then Brock looks shocked, and Harambe jumps in the ring and attacks yeah. him. Yeah. God, that would suck. Can you imagine getting attacked by a gorilla? Yeah. I mean, you especially. I mean, me, both of us. I mean, I would well, just. I think. Us, I think I would just start crying. Right. Well, you probably would just die. There <laughs> wouldn't be a lot of time to cry. In, in case you're wondering, because I, I I was watching hours of gorilla stuff. They said never, if a gorilla ever comes towards you, you want to, like, lower yourself to the ground and look away from him. Like, if you make, gorillas are like gangbangers. You don't want to make eye contact with them. Like, if you're at a stop sign and some gangbanger staring you down, if you don't want to get shot in the head, yeah. just, like, look away. That's what you have to do with a gorilla. I'll remember that next time I'm around a gorilla. <laughs> you never know. I mean, I, you might go back to this podcast and it might save your life. You might be saying, Abe, you know what? I never thought I would use this technique, but I ended up with a gorilla. And I lowered myself down, showed him that I wasn't a threat, put my head towards the ground, looked away, and he walked away from me, and then I climbed out. Wow. Because gorillas, they just don't want to... They only... like Even when they charge at you, they only do it as a way to try to scare you. They don't really want to fight you. Which is most people, yeah, right? I mean, like if you're at a bar... They're protecting, their, they're protecting their space and their tribe, and that's usually what it is. Like, if you're at a bar and some guy pushes you and says, like, let's go, let's go outside right now, they don't really want to fight. Mm, I don't know. I've seen some guys who definitely Some do. Someone who wants to fight will just punch you in the face. They don't need yeah. to mess around with all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, Sam, I want to wrap this up, but I just want to mention two last things, okay? Number one... Don't you hate those guys who pick everyone up, like big guys who always have to pick people up because they're big? I do. I, I don't like being the recipient of that either. Yeah, and they try to pick me up sometimes, and it's like, and, and yeah. it's like, don't I don't want to get Come picked on. up. Your turn. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and every girl they have, and the girls, ha ha ha. But you know they don't want to get picked up. Yeah, the girls is always is always two at a time. Yeah, oh, ladies, and yeah. that's kind of their way of, of fitting in because I think they're. They're not comfortable with themselves in some ways. Yeah. So yeah. I'm the big guy. The big guys here. So they have to pick yeah. her up. Yeah. yeah. They pick guy. Like who picks guys up like that? Yeah. No, it's um, not a good look. Sam, at all. get over here, and he picks you up over his yeah, shoulder. Your turn. Your turn. <laughs> and then what do they yeah. do? They set you down, and that's it. It's like some kind of Doesn't weird they interaction. Pick the butt a lot. Yeah. It's almost like a handshake with them. Like, you know, you sh- look, why, why even yeah. shake someone's hand? First of all, it's a weird interaction yeah. handshake. And then you move on. Well, no, it's a sign of respect. I mean, I, you know, I understand. 
But for those guys, it's like it's I have to pick you up off the ground. Connection. I pick you up yeah, off that, the ground, and, now, and yeah. now we move on to the next yeah. item on the agenda. Yeah. All right, good. You were off the ground. Now we could talk. The handshake, the handshake is a great move because usually, like, you, a lot of situations, it's always like this, like, tentative handshake. Like, people you don't know, it's always just a weird handshake. <laughs> but, like, limp. don't know if, like, in five minutes, we could be, like, we could be, like, laughing or fighting. Like, it's kind of like this weird tentative, like, it's always just the look on the face with the handshake is always kind of, like, <laughs> unsure. I don't know. Yeah, I shook. I can't remember who it was, but I shook someone's hand the other day, and it was it was it, the hand looked like it was a really big hand, and he squeezed super hard. So I, am yeah. I supposed? To, I'm supposed to squeeze hard back then, right, or something? Remember those guys? Like I, I almost missed that. Like you know, men today just are not like men from the bygone era. Yeah. Like I remember when I was give me a firm handshake, like, pussy. <laughs> those guys. Yeah, like you know, guys, like older guys, they would they would. The handshake, you'd almost be, like, intimidated. You'd be like, oh, shit, I gotta shake his hand. You know, it's kind of hard. Yeah. Today, with all these, like... They're limp. These limp handshakes. Like, I don't know. I'm like, all these young hipsters. It's like, the handshake is just, like... You almost have to, like, take the hand and actually move the arm. Like, it's just so limp. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a dead fish they put in your hand. Yeah. Whereas yeah. before, you're right, you're right. It was intimidating. You have to actually manipulate the hand, yeah. <laughs> but you're right. You would think about it like, oh, shit, now I got to shake his hand. Yeah. And then they, they, they would, it's almost like shaking hands was like the way gorillas act. Like they tried to, a, a male alpha gorilla wants to establish his dominance always. That's why they're always pounding right. their chest. So back then, a handshake would be a way to establish dominance. And every guy that every older guy would have to like try to rip your hand off and squeeze it as hard as he could. Yeah. Oh, it's good no, seeing I, you again, Mister. Uh, my yeah. my eighth grade teacher. Great seeing you. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> ah. <laughs> then you try to squeeze yeah. back like you're a badass yourself, but it's yeah. It, it like you don't even know, but their hand feels. It just feels so big and disgusting that as hard as you squeeze, it feels like it's not doing anything. Like it's almost like a fly, like landing on a bear's when, neck. Like he would never. When, even when men were men, when men were men. <laughs> and then the last thing, and on Memorial Day, I was doing a survey with people. Did you know? And, and we made fun of Ryan about this before. Almost everyone except for me pees in the pool. Well, I don't know. I, I, I'm serious. <laughs> I asked so many people, and they're all, of course I pee in the pool. I, it makes me really? never. It, yeah, oh, well, you, I I don't though. I don't as like a best practice. Do you remember Sam? We had a pool that was surrounded by rocks. We used to jump never, out. Wait, hang on. We used to jump yeah. out of the. We used to jump out of the pool, cut our feet up on those rocks, and go pee in the corner, like by the fence or by the garage. Yeah, we would go out of our way and hurt our feet yeah. to not pee in the pool. Everyone else, all they do is pee in the pool. Like they, they go in the corner, they like get low, and they start pissing. That's weird. Ask around when you're when you're at work tomorrow. Were you talking to were you talking to Enrique fans or was it? <laughs> no, everyone, every walk of oh, okay. life, everyone pisses in the pool except for us, I guess. Okay. Why were we raised not to pee in pools, and everyone else apparently was, including people in our family that I talked to, guys. Huh. Pretty wow. much everyone, ev- everyone I've talked years, to, except yeah. for you, pees in the pool. Wow! And everyone's <laughs> fine with it. Well, we'll have to have a we'll have an intervention. I suppose. Like you go, you go to a private pool, someone's house, and you have the nerve to pee in the pool. Wow! Yeah, no, I, I this is this this is a revelation. I wasn't aware of that it was this widespread. That's why I was ripping on Ryan so bad when he said he does. It. I'm like, "What? You're a scumbag!" And then, but it's, I guess he's not. I guess it's just standard to pee in a pool. Yeah, I guess. I guess he's just a normal human being. I guess we're just we're we're pussies yeah. or something. Yeah. What are you guys? Pussies? Yeah. You don't you pee don't, in pools. Don't pee in the pool. What are you a prude? Yeah. Yeah. I want. Oh, don't. Yeah, how about the, these guys? They don't. They don't pee in the pool. How about when they say the chlorine kills everything? I still don't want to be swimming in your piss. No, because this is what it does. Is I mean, you have to put the most vile substances in it for it to kill. <laughs> yeah, but think about think right. about it. Like you're still in this body of water that's not going anywhere. It's not like there's new water coming in. So now you've just added a couple quarts of piss to the mix. 
Oh, don't worry. There's so yeah, much water. There's uh, so much water in here. You'll never drink any of the piss. Yeah, you will. There might be a smidgen of that piss that'll end up in my mouth. It almost makes me never want to swim in a pool again. Only swim and the lake. I mean, obviously, the lake has they pump all of our shit water and piss water right back into it. But at least the lake is so big that everything kind of moves around. Whereas in a pool, there's only so much space. Yeah, it's uh, definitely not very appetizing at all. The main thing you can come out with this podcast is, number one, if, you, if you've made out with Enrique or your girlfriend has, please contact me, Abe Cannon Show at Gmail or whatever, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whatever, and we'll have you on the podcast next week to talk about it. And number two, don't go swimming, and we'll wrap it up on that. We'll holler <laughs> next week. All right. Peace. Thank you, Abe, for all the laughter. David Blaine, your magic is real, and I believe in you.